Welcome to Talking Taxes Hill Roundtable, a Bloomberg Tax podcast. We'll sit down with our Hill team to discuss the latest legislative activity dealing with tax. I'm your host, Amanda Icone, and we're excited you're here. Hi, I'd like to welcome Bloomberg Tax Hill reporters Stu Basu and Ali Versprill. Thank you. Thanks for having us. So it looks like the odds that the House Republicans will be able to pass their lame duck tax bill are diminishing with each day. Ali, Republicans released their package last week. I wonder if you could tell us what's in it. Yes, so that's correct. On November 26th, uh, House Ways and Means Chairman Kevin Brady released his tax package. It includes ever, several you know, big-ticket items for the tax world, including a couple of technical fixes to the 2017 tax law. It renews some of these expiring tax pra- breaks that we've come to know as extenders. It included tiza- disaster tax relief. It included measures to retool the IRS and some to expand retirement savings. So a lot of things that people were kind of maybe expecting could be in the mix. Uh, I know there were, on the Democratic side, they're saying that they weren't really involved in these discussions on this bill and that they hadn't seen it until that same evening. We'll have to see kind of where this goes. Well, so a vote was expected last week. What happened? So, yeah, so the plan was to vote on it Friday. At least that's what we were told from current staffers. And it seems that there are kind of two issues that are bubbling to the surface as preventing or delaying the vote. One is specifically some of the provisions that are the, in the extenders package. There was uh, the it, it includes the extension of an excise tax that funds the Black Lung, Lung Liability Trust Fund. This is a fund that compensates disabled coal miners. There were some members that were unhappy with that. I know Mark Meadows, who's the chair of the Freedom Caucus in the House, said that you know that was one issue, but there are a variety of other as well. And then the other big issue that this reason that this was delayed just comes down to members actually being there to take a vote. So there were several people that lost their elections in the midterms, and they're not going to be here next Congress. And so that kind of diminishes their motivation for for coming to the Hill and doing these types of votes. There are several things going on here. One is because uh, of the passing of President George H.W. Bush, a kind of a battle over Funding the government that was supposed to be uh, finished by December 7th likely gets punted to next week. That means that very likely there won't be a vote on the tax bill this week. So there's kind of good news and bad news related to this. The good news is that it gives them another week to figure out the votes for this tax bill if they're going to vote on this next week. The bad news is what's called momentum on the Hill, and that's crucial to passing legislation. And just uh, not voting on this this week, they kind of lose out on the momentum. And uh, we're only talking about the House here. On the Senate side, if the bill were to be passed by the House and go over there, the Republicans would need nine Democratic votes to get to the 60-vote threshold to pass this bill. So is there any Democratic support for this House package? So they would need nine Democratic votes to get to the 60 votes threshold to pass this tax bill in the Senate. The answer to your question, yes and no. Democrats like some parts of this package, but they might be under pressure from their colleagues in the House to not support this this tax bill. The incoming ways and means chairman, uh, Richie Neal, a Democrat from Massachusetts, he told us last week that he would encourage Senate Democrats not to vote for this bill. 
what parts of the bill might Democrats support, Allie? So the parts of the bill uh, that Democrats seem to like, you know, obviously there are extenders portions, which the House or the Senate has traditionally been in support of, you know, renewing some of these tax breaks. There is the big IRS retooling package. So this is pretty much, it's very similar to the, the proposals we've seen in the House and Senate with some minor tweaks. And I was talking to Rob Portman. He is a senator who was responsible for drafting one of the measures in the Senate. And he said that that bill really has this kind of four corners support, meaning House and Senate Democrats and Republicans all pretty much agree to these measures. And then we have some of these retirement measures, which on their face, there there are things in that retirement package that people seem to agree on. But I do know there are things that people wish had been added or hadn't been taken out. The Senate has its own bipartisan proposal, and they said not all of the the provisions that they had included in their proposal were in this House package. So I know that they would would like to see some changes there. And then on disaster tax relief, it seems like everyone can really come together on that. But I know, uh, so Tiffany Smith, she's chief tax counsel of Senate Finance Democrats, and last week she, you know, sort of indicated that there's not a huge appetite for the for this tax package in the Senate. They they're saying that they ha- didn't see it and they weren't involved in the negotiations until it was released to the public. Another Democratic tax staffer on the House side said there's not a lot of uh, will to do kind of major surgery and pull out some of these individual provisions. So it's unclear, you know, where whether something like this would get passed or whether there would need to be some sub- substantial changes from the Senate. Well, in the clock is ticking away. The the year is almost up. What happens if the House or Senate don't pass these bills by the end of the year? I mean, one thing they could always do is take some of these provisions and try to pass it next year. And uh, Richie Neal, congressman who's going to take over Ways and Means, has hinted at that. Uh, I mean, one thing's for sure, there's a lot less chance that this bill will pass now compared to the chances it had, say, seven or eight days ago. And I think one thing one thing to note, if we do see any of these provisions pass, uh, Tiffany Smith, again, she, she did say that a lot of the times tax measures are kind of the last thing that gets done. And we do have kind of this funding debate. And one of the issues there is the, the funding for President Trump's border wall that's kind of holding a lot of a lot of things up and it's taking a lot of priority in Congress right now. So if we do see any last minute decisions or um, agreement on these tax measures, probably won't be until the very final hours of of negotiations. CR comes first, everything else. Yes, after I would that. say the funding funding comes first and then maybe some of these other things fall into place. All right. Well, we'll leave it there for this week. I'd like to thank Bloomberg Tax Hill reporters Ali Versbrill and Stu Basu for joining me today. Thanks for having us. Stay cool, Amanda. Thank you for joining us today on Talking Tax. Make sure to follow us on Twitter at Bloomberg Tax and subscribe to our show on iTunes or SoundCloud. Tune in next time for even more analysis on the tax news of the day. From the nation's capital, I'm Amanda Icone.